0: Never heard of the Millennium Falcon? Should I have? It's a ship that made the capital really run less than 12,000.
1: Welcome back, everybody, to Kessel Run Weekly. We are here with another main channel episode. It's your host, as usual, Cheyenne, and I have Grace with me today. Hello! Uh, And we're here to have another character chat, because until further notice, these are really fun. Yay! (laughs) I'm excited. And we're actually doing a non-mainstream character today. Um, We're doing Admiral Amalyn Holdo. Oh. I'm hyped. She's great. Yeah, I don't know much about her, but I did read Leia, Princess of Alderaan, um, so that definitely helped, obviously. Uh, but it was—it's been quite some time since I read that. Uh, so we're gonna do our usual thing and just go through uh, some questions, but we'll obviously have like little tangents, little fun facts in the middle. Um, Grace is our book reading queen, so we know that she will have all the deets for us. Grace, we're gonna start off with a hard hitter. Are you ready for this one? Yes. My roommate wants to know, why does Amelie Holdo look like she's from The Hunger Games?
0: (laughs) Because she. This is like a chaos answer. I know. Not even written to the podcast, but head She is somehow related to Effie.
1: And I'm fine with that. I mean, yes. I love that concept. That would be incredible. Could you imagine Hunger Games Star Wars crossover?
0: You want to know what I really like? You know that, like, monarch butterfly outfit?
1: <sighs> yeah. Yes.
0: If Amlyn worth
1: it. Yeah, absolutely. Like, when she's
0: younger. Yeah. So, like, it in Leia, Princess of Alderaan... Mm-hmm wearing something
1: like that. I think would yeah. be very her style. That'd be amazing. Um, yeah. so the quote unquote official answer, I didn't even tell my roommate the official answer. <laughs> I just was like, do you guys have questions about Holdo? And sh- that was what she thought of. And I was like, bet I'm going to actually ask that. Cause that's hilarious. Um, basically for those of you that have not read the book, there will be spoilers throughout this. Um, I don't think there'll be super deep spoilers, but Amelyn and Leia meet when they're younger And, like, there are these, like, just passing notes of, um, Leia recognizing that she doesn't dress quote-unquote normal. Um, Mm -hmm. her, her, uh, fashion and style is ex- what's the word I'm thinking of? Uh, eccentric? That's- Yes. Um, I think it's awesome. Leia thinks it's awesome at some point. Um, so that's why she looks like she's from the Hunger Games. But also, yeah. like Grace said, probably related to Effie.
0: <laughs> yes. I also really like I'm doing the thing, but as Trisha Bigger has said about Padme, where every scene she needs to be in a different outfit, something that fits Haldo very well, Yes, especially in Princess of Alderaan, is every time she shows up in the book,
1: she has a different hair
0: color. Uh yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I
1: love that. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. I wish I she's could do very that. extra and I'm <laughs> Yeah, and she's so she's extra and she's so uh whoa not reserved. But just like holds herself in such stature that her her hair color is what takes you aback and then she speaks and you're like, Oh my lord.
0: Oh my god. Yeah.
1: You're like, she commands this room. Because she walked in with purple hair and then she told you what it really is. You know? Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, Okay, so an actual, not really an actual hard hitter, but the question that we we all knew had to be in this episode when we talk about Admiral Holdo, why do you think, why does Grace think that she didn't tell Poe her plan?
0: Because... Poe, at least in my mind, would have done, like, the jumping-on-a-grenade-Captain-America move, where he would have insisted on doing the maneuver, the Haldo maneuver, mm-hmm. uh, rather than Haldo doing it, for Oh, okay. Uh, because okay. even though Poe... Like... He doesn't seem like a very selfless kind of guy, mm-hmm. but at the same time he's not, like, selfish either. Yeah. He isn't always yeah. thinking about everybody else before himself, but at the same time he doesn't think about himself. Um, I feel like he would have, like, dropped the gun and immediately said, like, no, I... When there isn't really... Need- like, there... I shouldn't say there isn't meaning. It wouldn't have been Proper for
1: him to do it. It yes. was better suited for Hollywood <laughs> to. No, I agree entirely. Yeah, no, I love I love that answer actually. Um, I for a while just considered the fact that because we meet her at such a pivotal time, like we all might not know her if we only watch the movies. Um right. But like having read her story and stuff. She, even in all of those situations where she's been eccentric and she's been adventurous, um, she also has been very, I will stand up for what's right, even if I am, like, yelled at or belittled, sort of. That's the kind of vibe that she's given me, you know? And so I feel like this is a similar situation just in a, in an adult's shoes. I will stand up for what's right and do what needs to be done, regardless of what others think um yeah so and i also wonder so like a like a theoretical follow-up to that is do you think that her and leia talked about it beforehand and was like listen you're gonna be my number two like you're gonna pop up here if something happens to me poe has a fat head (laughs) and he's gonna be annoying but i love him so just like ignore him like do you think that conversation happened
0: yes Without a doubt.
1: Yeah, me too. That
0: is 100%, like, a thing that would happen. Yeah. Because, like, again, this is the second reference, but <laughs> in my opinion, their relationship that, like, at, that um, Amalyn and Leia have, mm-hmm. even though it's not with the same context and it doesn't serve the same purpose, but they have a very similar relationship that Padme and Sabe had. Mm-hmm. Where, like, Sabe always served as, like, Padme's second. Mm-hmm. And, like, did that kind of thing. Because, like, she was the right. first Mm-hmm. So, they, even though, like, Amelin and Leia didn't have the same context, and, like, the same situation, it does kind of work out sort of cool. similar. Yeah. Where they yeah. are... Not necessarily, <gasps> but in regards of, like, they're that close, mm-hmm. because they worked in the junior legislative program together, they, and, like, so they grew up politically, and, like, physically grew up around each other, so, like, they had a very sisterly kind of relationship. I think. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um. Uh, so, actually, that's a, per- a beautiful segue, a segue, um, <laughs> um, with the way that we know Leia to be um, adult Leia. Obviously, is kind of where I was when I was thinking of this question. People yeah. tend to describe Holdo and Leia's friendship as unlikely, um, yeah. and we kind of see that in Princess Alderaan like we right. we get to like hear Leia's inner thoughts when she's interacting with Holdo or like just seeing Holdo and kind of vice versa like Holdo doesn't really have inner thoughts in the book cuz it's not hers but like her words she's very like upfront with her words about the situations um yeah. so people describe them as unlikely friends why do you think that people reference them that way
0: I believe it's like how the phrase "Don't judge a book by its cover." Mm-hmm. It's very much that kind of a thing, um, especially because just looking at them.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, and I don't mean this like judgmental kind of way at all. Even right. though it, it did sound a little bit like it.
1: <laughs> That's okay.
0: People don't expect um, an admiral with bright purple hair and her dress matches her hair to be someone that would serve alongside Leia or Gunn.
1: Yeah, that's fair.
0: However, as we also know in Star Wars, some of the most unlikely duos do the quote-unquote best work, or like, tend to succeed more than what you would normally expect. So, a good example of this is Han and Julie. It's like people, when they look at Conjuring with no context, they don't mm-hmm. understand like that. There's a Wookiee and a human, mm-hmm. but like they co they coexist and they work well together. So yeah, I feel so like yeah. Leia yeah. and Amilyn feel the same. Like they work the same way, mm-hmm. just a little bit different
1: context. Right. No, absolutely. I see what the analogy you're making, and I, cause for me. Whenever I was thinking about this question, I tend to project Carrie Fisher's personality onto Leia, which is more, I feel like Carrie Fisher would absolutely get along with Amelyn Holdo. You know what oh, I yes. mean? So,
0: 100%. and it's
1: like, not that it's a bad thing for me to be projecting that because Carrie always said like, I am Leia, Leia is me. Um, and eventually we, we do see so many of adult Carrie Fisher's um, personality traits in adult Leia. Um, but I feel like having Holdo in her life is a part of that, you know, like the things that Leia has gone through, it has been tough and crazy. So while she was raised by royalty and she knew how to be royal, I mean, she's been through some crap, you know? So like, she does essentially become Carrie Fisher, who would absolutely be friends with Holdo. So I feel like even though it starts as an unlikely friendship, it never would have stayed that way. And it doesn't, you know? Yeah. So, I think and they grow from like,
0: I feel like, especially with Leia, that she has a lot of moments like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I shouldn't say a lot, but, like, she has quite a few mm-hmm. um, friendships and interactions that are very similar, mm-hmm. um, where they seem unlikely, but in the end, they do work out for the better. And, I don't know, I really... I really appreciate their friendship for what it is, even if we've only seen a very small percent.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I agree. Um, so speaking of their relationships, what do you think that Holdo and Poe's relationship would have been like if she had survived? Like if she hadn't sacrificed herself?
0: So I'm going to, I'm going to ask for clarification. Mm-hmm. Do you mean, like, survive, but, like, the Holdo maneuver still would have happened?
1: No. So just, like, uh, in general. Like, if, it wouldn't have happened. Okay. Yeah. If the Holdo maneuver had never happened, and they had all, like, gone to create together, uh, and survived all of that together, do you? Th- what do you think that Holdo and Poe's relationship would have been like? Because, seemingly, based on what we see in the movie, they maybe have never interacted before. Which is no, interesting. They to didn't me. Act,
0: they didn't interact before the
1: movie. Yeah, that's wild to me.
0: No. So I feel like I'm gonna answer this two ways. I'm gonna answer it without the Haldo maneuver and with the Haldo maneuver, but Haldo survives. <clears throat> yes. Okay. I feel like without it, they would have grown to respect each other and like Haldo would understand more of like posed like, where Poe is coming from, Mm -hmm. whereas Poe would learn to understand Haldo perhaps through Leia, because Leia is, like, such a big mentor for him, that, like, she would perhaps, like, show him the way, this is the way, like, (laughs) that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, Like, they would have had a mutual respect for each other, but I don't think they would be, like, buddy-buddy, so to speak. Okay. Uh, Like, they would serve well together, but, Mm -hmm. like, it would be more of a mutual respect than anything else. Um, if she would have survived the Haldo maneuver, Mm -hmm. and, like, they all lived, and that kind
1: of stuff. Yeah.
0: He would have immediately, I feel like, he wouldn't, like, try and suck up to her, but, again, he would respect her, but, like, I feel like he would have more respect for her, because he was able to see how her plan actually played out, right? Instead of just uh, assuming how it would've gone, right? Uh, because the worst thing that happens to women in Star Wars is people always assume things about them before they're able to reach their full potential. Mm-hmm. Rose is also a very good example of this, but mm-hmm. we will discuss Rose in another episode. Yeah, um, hold tight for that one. But I'm yeah, excited like about people, that. people always tend to underestimate. Women of Star Wars, mm-hmm. especially when it comes to Hulldone. And yeah. I feel like that's like a lot in the sequel trilogy is like more, they, a lot of the characters were underestimated more than with previous trilogies. And that's like a thing that causes it to like suffer is mm-hmm. that people didn't give Hulldone the time of day like Mm -hmm. they didn't
1: give her enough time to really flesh out for her yeah i feel like that's a big part of um just her uh exposure in general like they like you said like didn't have enough time to really be herself on screen for the general audience um so like We know about her past, but we don't really, I mean, we build that relationship with her through her relationship with Leia. You know, we don't actually get any of her story um, outside of what we get in Princess of Alderaan. And especially so because of those of us that have built this relationship with her in the book, we want more from the movie. And then for people that don't know her from the book, they want more from the movie because they're like, who the heck is she? Like, why does she get to do that? You know, and it doesn't matter how much you command a room when you're a woman in Star Wars or a woman in general. People always question how you command a room and why, you know?
0: Right. Did Princess of Alderaan come out before the last Jedi? Yes. I think it did.
1: Yes, Um, because I knew who she was before it. So, uh, yes.
0: I didn't know. Mm-hmm. So, like, I read Princess Valderon after I saw The Eye, hmm And I regret that. Mm-hmm. I really wish I would have read uh, Princess Valderon first. Mm-hmm. Um, was actually the reason why I picked up the book. Yeah. Because, like, as much as I love, didn't love Leia, idea. I didn't, like, I didn't realize what the story would cover until somebody told me after seeing The Last Jedi, hey, if you want more context on Aldo, she's in this book. And then I read it. Um, this book came out in 2017, so it came out the same year that Ahsoka did.
1: Yeah, so it came out yeah, September yeah. of 2017, okay. and Last Jedi was December 15th. Yeah. Of
0: 2017. 2017. Mm-hmm. So they came out the same year, mm-hmm. but just
1: a few months before. I was yeah, going to say, I feel like I remember reading it before going into the theater, because because I do remember being like, who the heck is that? And then, like, running through things in my brain and being like, oh, that's got to be her. And
0: when they actually said her name, it clicked.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. So, speaking of the Holdo Maneuver, I know you wanted to talk a little bit about that. So, what's what are your thoughts? What's up?
0: This might be controversial. Uh-oh. what <laughs> it is my favorite scene in The Last Jedi, but also probably one of my favorite scenes in, like, all of Star Wars.
1: It's awesome.
0: The sound design, and the visual effects, and just the emotion that you have, like, seeing what happens to that ship, it's like, that's never been done. No. So, seeing something like that and then later on, when you're watching Rise of Skywalker, and they mention the holdout maneuver, like, multiple times, because mm-hmm. it was used after that point, mm-hmm. but not, like in, a, so, Sacrificial. like, in a suicide bomb kind of way. Yeah. It was, yeah. like, manufactured to do that, so, like, nobody really had to sacrifice themselves. Yeah.
1: It the truly faculty. is amazing. It really, I mean, like you said, the sound design... Yeah, And the way that they shot it, like, I'm always, I am not technologically advanced in movie technology, but I'm, like, writing movies, I'm thinking about all of those things, like, the options behind what I visualize in my head and what could be done. And that shot to me, the sound design really, like, sends chills down my spine every time. I When I was describing it to my roommate, I was like, you know that part where the lady with the purple hair sacrifices herself? by going pew <laughs> through stuff. And I was like, that's the best way I can describe it, because it's incredible. It's just complete silence, and then it makes that giant sound. And yeah. I, oh, that'll just sit with you forever, you know?
0: Right. And, I don't know, like, what I remember the most, like, specifically about that scene is, like, the absence of sound.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And how, like, I love it when movies do that when they just, like, completely remove sound in a scene to kind of, I don't know if it's, like, to bring perspective mm-hmm. or to, like, just make you feel kind of something different. Yeah. But yeah. I love it, and I, I'm so glad that something like that was used for that scene, because I feel like, had it been different, so, like, had it had all of the noise or whatever, even though you're in a vacuum in space and like in a vacuum, there's no noise because there's no oxygen noise. Science mode.
1: Yeah. Um, Star Wars and science uh, don't mix.
0: I feel like it would have, like if there was all like noise and chaos and stuff, I feel like it would have been broken.
1: Yeah, I agree. I think it would have taken away from the moment and the intensity. I mean, I cried during that scene. And it's not like I had any attachment to Holdo, you know. It's just a very powerful scene. Like, nobody knew who she was at the time. And it just, it hits you different. Because a person sacrificed their life for a cause. And it was beautifully done. And they, the First Order was just like, excuse me, you know. Whenever she started turning around. And it's like, yeah, y'all thought. Y'all thought. (laughs)
0: Exactly. And, I mean, Paldo isn't my favorite character, Mm -hmm. but I don't hate her, obviously. Like, I really like her character a lot, Mm -hmm. for what it is. Same. And when I saw that scene, and, like, everything before that, everything after that, I immediately, like, really respected the character. Yeah. Because before yeah. that point, like I said, I didn't read Princess of Alderaan before The Last Jedi, I read it afterward. So, before that point, I was confused mm-hmm. as to why she was there, and, like, I didn't... I mean, I wasn't confused, like, in a bad way, I just didn't understand the context right. of, like, Her. let's say, the relationship between Leia and Haldo, mm-hmm. and, like, oh is she an Admiral? Like, how did she become an Admiral? Like, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Um, so I feel like, had I read Princess of Alderaan before The Last Jedi, I would have probably enjoyed the character a lot more from the start, Yeah. and it wouldn't have taken her literal suicide mission for me to actually be like, oh, like, this character is serious but
1: Yeah, that's how I felt about it. It Definitely, she, knowing her character helped me build that, even though it took me a minute to, like, recognize that it was her. It still uh, still helped, for sure. Um, Something that I always forget to talk about and I always want to talk about is when her and Leia are about to say, may the Force be with you at the same time, and then Leia says, I've said it enough, you go. Do you think that that was... Like that happened just on set, like Carrie and her went to say it. Or that they were supposed to say it at the same time and maybe Carrie was like, Hold on, no, like I've said it enough. Or that it was I just feel in the like script.
0: Because like I almost said Leia did a lot of script doctoring. <laughs> Carrie did a lot of script doctoring. Mm-hmm. Um Again, people can correct me if I'm wrong, but I do believe she did some screen doctoring for the prequel trilogy as well. So, like, and she had done it, so she did it for original trilogy, prequel trilogy, a little bit at least, Mm -hmm. from what I understand, and then the sequels because, like, she's done that for multiple film franchises, not just Star Wars, but she's done it for a lot of different things she's been involved in. And oh, so, cool. I feel like that would have been an appropriate thing for her to do. Yeah. But at the same time, I do think that it was more of a character thing than anything else in that mm-hmm. moment, because there are a lot of characters that use that phrase when they're not force- so, or right. force-attuned, I should say. No, absolutely, because um, it's an encouraging of that thing. Would probably be a rogue one when Jin says it. True. So, like, when Jin, yeah, when Jin
1: uses the term, may the forest be with you. Mm -hmm. Or, like, may the forest be with us. Yeah, Dodonna says it too. Uh, Jan Dodonna says it in the original trilogy. It's just an interesting, whenever I think about it, I was like, how cute would that have been if, like, Carrie had been like, no, you say it. (laughs) That would have been. Because, like, Laura Dern is such a Star Wars fan and it's so precious and Carrie has been saying it for so many years. It's so cute.
0: I hope that's what it was.
1: Yeah, that'd be cute. I don't think it is, but I always think about that. We'll
0: never know. Yeah, exactly. That's Um, like the sad That's so sad. A moment of silence for Carrie Fisher. uh, I do know quite a few Haldo cosplayers. Ooh. Um... I actually know, like, a couple off the top of my head that are Rebel Legion, because mm-hmm. they are based in my area. And mm-hmm. by my area, I mean, like, they're from New York City, and they come up to Buffalo for events. Mm-hmm. Um, they came to Star Wars Night the past couple of years, like, that kind of thing. And nice. I've gotten to know them over the years. And they have the same kind of passion for Haldo that I do for Padme. Wow. And I really loved that yeah. because like, they were familiar with the character because, like, they read Leia of Alderaan and all that kind of stuff. And from the little we knew, or the little they knew about her from the Last Jedi in that book, at least, or from Princess of Alderaan, mm-hmm. little in quotes because you never really know how much information there is, because mm-hmm. for all we know, there could be, like, comics and, like, significantly more information that we just don't know and don't have access to. Yeah. Um, and I remember, like, especially last year, I did, like, sit and talk to my one friend, Kate, in particular, who was going to be Paul Doe for Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And, I don't know, we just, like, sat and talked about the character... And she had said to me, she was like, "This was after like a negative kind of interaction that I had when I was in costume as a queen." And she said to me, she was like, "Do you like I get the same thing kind of like as Haldo?" And I was like, "Really? Like Haldo is such a great character. Like, how does she get that much disrespect?" And so we just kind of like talked about it for a while. And she had said like. One of the first times she, one of the first times she wore Huldo, was that purple, yeah. uniform or dress uniform, whatever. Uh, she wore it to New York Comic Con for like Rebel Legion, mm-hmm. and the first thing somebody said to her was, "That's a like you did a fantastic job on the costume, but the character is garbage." That is the, literally one of the first things she was told as she's dressed as the character in the middle of the floor at Comic-Con at the Rebel Legion booth. Like, people don't... People like to just automatically assume things about a character. Mm-hmm. And that because they have these assumptions, they mm-hmm. will project onto everything else. Yeah, And uh, I don't believe Caldo deserved and no, and cosplayers people, don't
1: deserve it. People,
0: no character deserves that kind of treatment from anybody. Yeah, like, straight up. Um, at the time of this recording, Rex and Rex and Around did a very similar recording where they talked about like a lot of gatekeeping and that mm. kind of thing. Yeah, I saw. And that. And they spoke about yeah, they spoke about um, a situation pertaining to me, but then they also spoke about um, how characters are disliked but they're disliked by people that are like oh well you didn't really do a good job with the character or like oh this character was terrible and therefore your costume is terrible and like all this stuff mm-hmm. and it's like especially for a character as big as hmm. because right, right, right. yeah because she was in the last jedi and she did like a significant act of heroism yeah that doesn't give people the right to automatically hate. Them, you I know think what I mean? was, and like yeah. To each their own. Like everybody can have their own opinion. It's fine. I have my own opinion. You guys have your own opinions. Whatever.
1: But here's the thing: but, it's like nobody's place to project to your opinion, others. yeah, on other people who obviously exactly. like. Here's the thing, especially too. If it was another cause, like it's not always another cosplayer. Typically it's not another cosplayer, but at the same time I've, I've had issues with that, but typically like being another person, another person in the fandom, like it's never your right to tell someone what you think of the character that they are dressed up as because they are very obviously a fan of that character. If they came dressed as them, Like, who gave you the right? Nobody. Literally no one gives you the right. And I'm sorry I'm getting a little fired up about it. But it's not okay. Like, I don't care how you feel about a character. You don't get to tell someone who came in cosplay as that character that you think that character sucks. Like, they obviously like them so why would you do that? That's just obnoxious and
0: bullying. Yeah, and I was thinking, like, the reason why I brought it up is Mm -hmm. because, like, I recognized it first with Mm Haldo, and then because I recognized it with Haldo, I immediately recognized it with Rose, whereas I didn't realize, I didn't realize upon, like, first viewing the film that people hated Rose as much as they did, and because i thought that everybody didn't like caldo but they liked rose mm-hmm. when in fact like both were just yeah. yeah and that's like kind of what brought me on this tangent It's mm-hmm. like caldo especially has gotten a bad rap from a lot of
1: people for and no people fault of her not. own Like, that also gets me, because it's like... From no
0: fault of
1: wrong. Yeah, like, there are writers and creators of these characters, and of the scenarios that they're put in. And writers and creators and directors and producers don't deserve any of the flack either. Because they're doing the best they can, and they created the story that you have, so you don't get to choose what they do with that character, whether or not you like it. And the thing about it, it's like, it's just like, if you don't like the character ignore it like it's there's never anything significant enough that happens with a character to make or break a movie there's not there's really not like the only thing that i can think of that has ever been a situation of that is season eight of game of thrones that's the only situation i can ever think of in any any way that a character is affected that affected the whole thing to the to the like point of the storyline you know everything else
0: Hmm? Don't play The Last of Us 2, that, if that's...
1: Don't I'm not going to spoil it. Oh, I, yeah, I haven't don't seen it. But don't
0: play The Last of Us 2, if that's like... Okay. Oh, if no. that's what you think about Game of Thrones.
1: Yikes, because, okay.
0: Yeah. like that. I, mean, I didn't watch Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. I thought it was very appropriate that the first episode was during Star Wars Celebration. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, it's wonderful. Like, I, I mean, I'll still watch season eight, but like, there are people that won't, you know, and it's just like, because at the end of the day, I don't care. It's a TV show. As much as I love her, and I'm trying not to give spoilers away, but I, like, she was one of my first cosplays, um, Daenerys was, and I'm still gonna cosplay her. I have, all of her outfits are on my cosplay to-do list. Like, I love her as a character. And people will say what they will, but it's I mean, that's where I had my first bad interaction about a character was I was dressed as Daenerys and so many people at MegaCon were like, You messed up and oh, I was you just told, like
0: you told me about that.
1: <laughs> and I was like I Actually I didn't, but cool, thank you. Like, yeah. I really appreciate that you want to reference me as the character, but don't do it if it's negative. Like, that's just right. sad and annoying, and honestly, yeah. essentially, it's bullying. Like, leave me alone if you're going to be negative.
0: Haldo yeah. um, doesn't deserve bad treatment.
1: Yeah, none of them do. Like, Haldo. Nobody in
0: Star Wars does. No. But Haldo is an excellent example.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. And, like she Quinged said, Rose will be. Rose will be in her own episode, Um, but before we get there, another little disclaimer. Just because something happens with a character's storyline that you don't like doesn't make the character bad. That also irritates me because people just took the Canto Bite section and ran with it. And they were like, that's why I don't like her. And I'm like, I don't like the Canto Bite section very much either, but you know what? I don't
0: care. Yeah. I don't care, it's, it's like, such a minuscule part Personally <laughs> If I were to change Anything about Haldo Character wise mm-hmm. Is that I wish that we would have had More contact
1: Right, me. yeah
0: So, for example I wish that you would have been brought up In episode 7 mm-hmm. At least a little bit mm-hmm. Because you're introduced To all of these officers that work with Leia, but Huldah was never mentioned. Yeah, we don't see her. Uh, Why why isn't she at least mentioned by name? That's Mm -hmm. the only question I have. Because, like, then I feel like if she was mentioned in, I almost said the last credit, Mm -hmm. if she was mentioned in The Force Awakens, then I feel like people would be one to, like, just immediately jump the gun and be like, I hate this. They would have grown on to her as a character. Well, not, not right. grown on to her. That's a terrible way to phrase it. Um, <laughs> would have, like, enjoyed the character more. Right. Um. Yeah, they wouldn't have just, like, immediately been like, I don't like.
1: Yeah, you can't They would
0: have understood her reasoning, possibly, and gone forward.
1: Yeah, no, I agree uh, entirely. Yeah. Um, so, with Holdo and her infinite timelines that we don't have yet, um, where do you think she was, or do you know where she was, when Leia was dealing with everybody figuring out that Vader was her father? I don't remember.
0: I, she was in the Senate with, wait.
1: In Bloodlines.
0: Did they, they is that before the, that's before The Force Awakens, right? Yes.
1: Yes. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. So, she would have been on the Senate with Leia.
1: Okay. I don't remember because, uh, reading anything with her name in it in Bloodlines, but I can't yeah. imagine that she wasn't there, so I wanted to ask.
0: I think, because, like, again, I'm going to bring up, like, Clone Wars references and that kind of thing. Yeah. In my opinion, she is very much, like, how Mon Mothma is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To,
1: yeah.
0: like, Bale and De Padme mm-hmm. is... That's, like, how... That was kind of, like, the role. Like, she's there, but she isn't there nearly as much as, like, say, Bail is for Padme. Right. That uh, Leia could have perhaps had, like, other senators that were there with her. hmm um, As well as Haldo. But they would have probably had more of like a spotlight than Haldo
1: No, for sure. I agree entirely. Yeah. Like I said, I was just like, I can't think of anything... In reference to her name, but I haven't read yeah. Bloodline in so long, so I didn't know.
0: Um, and then um, I feel like after, because the New Republic dissolved, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So it dissolved <laughs> after the Senate dissolved. She became an admiral, mm-hmm. at least to my understanding. It's very similar to how again in, uh, Princess Valdron Panaka is Ma of Naboo, mm-hmm. whereas previously. Him and his wife Maria Panaka were both captains in the Royal Security Forces. Mm-hmm. Because Panaka retires and then is given the rank of Ma by Help, so it's like a very similar. Oh, I forgot problem. about that. Yeah. So like, she gains the title of admiral, well deserved, obviously. Mm-hmm. But like, she gains that title after serving as. Second even though she might not have military experience.
1: Right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah.
0: It's like a, it's sort of a similar situation.
1: Yeah, no, I see it. Um, so before I get to my closing question, um, yes. which is our like theory question, uh, do you have any last like thoughts or things you want to talk about before we do that?
0: Do you have a favorite hair color for Haldo?
1: I don't remember all of them that she did.
0: I. She had like, again, people can correct me if I'm wrong. She had green, blue, purple, orange, and I think she might have had yellow, and she might have had pink.
1: Pink if she um, did it. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. Um, If not, probably blue.
0: I probably would go with green or with yellow. Yeah. Just because not a lot of people have, like, not yellow as in, like, blonde, but, like, lemon, yellow. Yeah. neon, yellow.
1: That would probably wow. be so pretty. Wow.
0: Not a lot of people have that kind of, like, hair color. Yeah. Unless, like, a natural color. Because right. for Aldo, it, at least, like, it's described in Princess of I'm paraphrasing, I don't have exact quotes, mm-hmm. um, where she, like, dyes her hair frequently. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, because that's, like, a cultural thing on her planet, is that people do that. Yeah, so, I love uh, that. So, she, like, changes her hair color a couple
1: times before yeah i would Um, absolutely want to live on that planet isn't it like Gatalenta or something
0: yeah i think
1: so i want to live there (laughs) that it
0: yeah
1: okay (laughs) i didn't want to interrupt you if you were about to start anymore
0: just just a chill question
1: yeah i love a chill question all right so my theory question if you could see any stage of her life what would it be and what do you think would happen
0: I would love to see from the end of Princess of Alderaan to the point in Bloodlines. So, like, when she, after the junior legislative program, yeah, when they're in the Senate.
1: Yes. I love that. And,
0: like, uh, so, like, I would really love to see Haldo again, like, working with Leia in the Senate. But also, I would love to see her around when people find out that Vader was her father. hmm Because how would Haldo have dealt with that? Because she's yeah. so close to Haya. Uh,
1: I do think about that pretty um, often.
0: Uh, yeah. That would be, like, a really cool thing to figure out. I mean, whether they do that, like, in an audio drama, or they'll do it, like, possibly in a book or in a comic, I would love to see that. Mm-hmm.
1: Absolutely. I agree. I mean, that's literally the timeline that I was going to say, so I have no opposing answer. Um, I think that would be awesome. I hope that we get that, Um, whether or not that's in a comic, a book. I'm assuming with that character, like her small-ish role, I'm assuming it will be in a comic or a book. Yeah. Because I feel like for a while they're going to focus television and, uh, movies on either establishing new characters or character like very very present older characters um so for her book and comic works and like i'm not offended by it either way i would love to get it get the content
0: and comics are definitely a good way to get a lot of context for characters yeah especially now mm-hmm. because like a lot of comics are branching out like for video games and for like extensions of different parts of books and yeah. that kind of thing. Like, I think it's, it would be like really great. to
1: Yeah. Do and I love comic really, uh, visuals. I think comic visuals um, are magic. Yeah. Um, okay. I think that's it. That's our talk on our character <laughs> chat on amelin Admiral Amalyn Holdo. Um, Thank you, Grace, for being here to chat about her with me. Um, Thank you for having me. Of course. I feel like this conversation is super important just because not only did we go on tangents, but we went on productive ones. Um,
0: Exactly.
1: And I always love it. Yeah, yeah. Chaos and Productive Tangents are the Kessel Run Weekly brand. Um, <laughs> so we are going to continue to do character chats. Um, they're going to continue to be random as well. I hopefully will have a Han Solo character chat done pretty soon. Um, this episode will come out Friday, July 3rd. Ooh. Um We had a Clone Wars commentary come out this past Wednesday, so if you missed that, feel free to check that out. We kick off season three with a lot of chaos from Grace and I. Um, Yes. And I think that's about it. We are going to try and start reading reviews on the episodes, so please leave us a five star review wherever you listen, Podbean, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere to let you leave a review, Um, and then Grace or I will read them on the episodes and give you a quick shout out. Um, Grace, can you tell the people where they can find you?
0: Okay. Hey, well, you can find me as the head moderator and administrator at twitch.tv slash Kessel Run Weekly, our Twitch channel, um, where we do stream weekly. The schedule does depend um, on, like, our availability and everything like that. I've been in chat more right. than actually on stream as of late. Um, I'm also the administrator for our Discord server, as well as a moderator for our new Facebook group. You can also find me at Amidala716 on Twitter and on CastleWarnWeekly.com with Google Views. I'm going to be testing out a new format soon. I'm excited about that.
1: You can find me personally at cjerica on Instagram or cjerica95 on Twitter. My cosplay slash otherwise photography is at panthera.studios on Instagram. Um, and you can also visit my blog at thekybercrystal with two ls.wordpress.com. There are Star Wars Sunday posts amongst other content on that blog. Um, not super consistent right now, but I do have a lot of content on there for you to check out. Um, as she said, everything is or twitch at least but a lot of this is based on our availability so please stick with us we appreciate your loyal listen listenership um and don't forget to here's all the main channel stuff Visit Kessel Run Weekly on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook or KesselRunWeekly.com where you can find Grace's book reviews, blog posts, or our podcast episodes. The YouTube channel will get periodic posting. Um, I have some plans for that, but stand by until further notice. And don't forget to join that new Facebook group called The Kessel Crew. Um, It does have KRW... and the Discord server. Um, you can also find our Twitch channel at twitch.tv slash Kessel Run Weekly, where Grace is very present. Um, and the Instagram is probably the best place to follow for any updates. Um, we're most active on there, or like I said, in that Facebook group, the Kessel Crew. Um, so thank you all so much for listening. Thank you for tuning in to Kessel Run Weekly. Uh, may the Force be with you. Always.
0: we right